Curious about the causes of sensitive skin and how to treat it? If so, then stick around because today I'm answering a listener's question all about sensitive skin. Welcome to the Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty expert and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Today's podcast is brought to you by Jellico Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask. Want to wake up to brighter, bouncier skin tomorrow? Apply Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask tonight. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Korean Beauty Show podcast. So today's episode was actually a requested episode from one of our listeners and she was interested to know about the causes of sensitive skin. And one question she had in particular was whether sensitivity is only caused by a broken skin barrier or whether there are different causes of sensitivity. And if so, how should people treat their sensitive skin depending on what has caused their sensitivity. So that is a great question, and I thought that it deserved its own entire episode. So today I'm going to be looking at the best Korean skincare for sensitive skin. We'll explore the root causes of skin sensitivity, plus some of the best ingredients to care for it as well. So I think the appropriate place to start off for today's episode then is to take a look at why skin becomes sensitive. So as our listener rightly pointed out, one of the causes of sensitivity is a damaged skin barrier. But in fact, skin can become sensitive thanks to a really wide variety of uh, external and environmental factors. So things like pollution, sun exposure, and artificial heating can all contribute to sensitivity. And Sometimes skin can even become sensitive as a result of the use of incorrect or harsh skincare products or incompatible ingredients. So that is where it becomes a little bit tricky because obviously what ingredient can cause sensitivity in one person might be totally fine for another person. So I will go into a little bit more detail about some of those ingredients Uh, and why they can cause problems for some people. But basically, if you are using the wrong products for your skin type, for your skin, for you personally, then it can erode the skin's barrier, which opens it up to bacteria and other aggravations as well. So some external factors can also result in skin becoming dry, red, uneven, and all of these can make the skin look older. Uh, It can make your skin look like you have larger pores than you actually do. So there are quite a few different symptoms of sensitivity, but they can basically, no matter what the cause, they can manifest themselves in a lot of different ways. So let me go through some of those things with you. Now, 
I want to start with a list of ingredients that can contribute to sensitivity, but I think it's really, really important. I am not a fan of fear mongering in skincare, and I'm really not a fan of people that go around saying that everyone must avoid X, Y, or Z ingredient. And I think there are a lot of people in the skincare community these days that are doing just that. I think there are a lot of brands that are fear-mongering because it matches the kinds of products that they're selling. I also think that there are a lot of influencers and bloggers that are pushing a certain agenda uh, and making really broad, sweeping statements about things like fragrance, Uh, and all kinds of other ingredients. So I don't like that and I don't agree with it personally. I don't think, I think skincare and your skin are very, very personal to you specifically and the types of things that might set one person off are going to be completely fine for someone else. I look at statements that suggest blanket ruling out entire categories of ingredients, basically the same way I look at people pushing really extreme diets. You know, for most people, all things in moderation is going to be the key to a healthy diet. And I think that that is exactly the same for skincare as well. Most things are fine for the vast majority of people as long as it's in moderation. I think cutting out entire food groups is really harmful. And I think in the same way, it just doesn't serve a purpose. Uh, and it can be really, really confusing for consumers when people come out with these, you know, broad brush statements. And I see the confusion that a lot of this fear mongering has on people that are just trying to do the right thing by their skin. And that's why it really, really frustrates me. You know, I will often get people coming and asking me, oh, can you please recommend a chemical free skincare product? And I have to take a step back and go, no, I can't do that because water is a chemical. Most skincare products have water in them. It is not possible. And then they say, oh, I just want something that's free from harm. Um, and again, that's super problematic language to be using because I think as a base proposition, if there was a commonly used ingredient that was known to be toxic or harmful, then companies wouldn't use it. Like most skincare companies are not in the business of courting lawsuits and product recalls. I think we can agree as a broad statement that most skincare companies are in the business of making money and how they make money is to sell products that people like that people will buy more of. So all of that kind of language about toxin-free, chemical-free, chemical-free is just absurd and scientifically impossible, but toxin-free as well. Like what does that mean? What what is a toxin? So look, with that sort of (laughs) broad caveat at the beginning of this list, I'm going to run through a list of some ingredients that can be problematic for some skin types and can cause sensitivity in some groups of people. But I do think it, it, it um, bears repeating that not all of these ingredients are problematic for all people. Many people can happily use all of them. Many people can happily use most of them and some people won't be able to use them. That is just the nature of skincare. It is very, very personal. So with that huge caveat, this is the list of ingredients that can be problematic. 
dyes for some people, fragrances for some people. And by fragrances, we can divide that, I guess, into a further two categories. There are synthetic fragrances, and then there are the natural fragrances. And by that, I mean things like essential oils. So oftentimes, a company will say that their products are fragrance-free. But what they really mean is that the product is free from artificial fragrance, But nine times out of 10, they will still use essential oils. And that's the same thing, which makes it really confusing. But fragrances as a category include natural fragrances and also synthetic fragrances. Other ingredients include parabens, alcohols. And again, there are a whole range of different alcohols in skincare products, including your fatty ones, which are generally considered to be really good. But alcohols as a category, definitely for some people can be problematic. Preservatives, sulfates, phthalates, acids, coconut oil, lanolin, obviously isopropyl palmitate, things like this. So that is the list. I'm going to include it in the show notes for today's episode, which will be available on thekoreanbeautyshow.com. So because it's really hard to know exactly how any particular person's skin will respond to any of these ingredients, my recommendation is that You always patch test any new skincare products that you buy so that you can eliminate any that don't agree with you. Um, And that is just a general rule anyway. But if you're not sure how your skin responds to some of those ingredients, then that's a really good way of going about it. So rather than say you need to avoid all products that contain dyes, fragrance, parabens, alcohol, I don't think that that's very helpful. I think uh, product formulation really, really matters when it comes to these kind of things. Uh, And also things like the percentages that they're using, you know, there is a really, really huge difference between something that contains 2% of something versus 0.02%. So that's why I don't find blanket statements to be particularly helpful. And I think that they just confuse people. Um, And yeah, look, I I don't want to labor that point too hard, but there are a whole lot of different ingredients in skincare. Lots of people have really strong opinions about the kind of things that you should avoid, but I personally... I'm not a fan of that. I think you need to take each person and each skin as it comes and there are no hard and fast rules. That is basically what I would say. So look, a couple of other things that can cause sensitivity are things like using water that is too hot. Um, I know how tempting it is to jump into a really hot shower or bath, but if you're trying to aggravate your skin, then using water that's too hot is a really good way to go about it. So particularly when you're cleansing your face, this was one of the resolutions that I discussed with you guys in last week's episode. Really, it's best to stick to lukewarm water and don't towel dry off too aggressively as well. They're two other things that can cause sensitivity in your skin. Aside from that, not wearing sunscreen. So obviously, if you leave the house without sunscreen, you can open your skin up to all kinds of issues, sunspots, skin discoloration, red veins, blotchiness, premature wrinkles, 
Obviously, skin sensitivity and even cancer. So sunscreen is another thing. If you're not wearing that every day, then there's a chance that that is contributing to sensitivity issues with your skin as well. So that's a really easy one to just completely nip in the bud and just make sure you're wearing it every day, basically. Another really, really um, common cause of sensitivity, particularly these days, is over exfoliating your skin. So I know I rabbited on about that in last week's episode as well, but it really does bear repeating. Overdoing it with your scrubs and acids can result in really sensitive skin, excessive dryness, irritation, redness, breakouts, a burning sensation, a stinging sensation on your skin. And the reason for that is that exfoliation targets the outer layer of the skin, and that is the layer that protects our skin. If you disrupt and compromise that, then the skin is unable to perform its barrier function properly and the healthy skin cells get disrupted. Now, the other thing to remember with your acids is that they are made at a really, really low pH level, and that is disruptive to the skin as well. The skin likes products that are in the pH 5.5 range. If they are really acidic like acids are, then that disrupts that and that can lead to sensitivity as well. So it's not just a skin, a a damaged skin barrier that can cause sensitivity. A lot of different things can, but I think the link between your barrier and symptoms of sensitivity is that once your barrier is damaged and lots of different things can cause that damage, then you are going to start seeing all of these signs and and, um, symptoms, I guess. So be really careful. It is unfortunately easier than you would think to damage your skin and to cause uh, types of sensitivity. So they're just a couple of key tips to keep in mind. Um, You know, rather than getting too caught up on ingredients lists, I think where ingredients lists are really important is if you have got skin damage, then you really do need to pay a lot more attention to what's going into your products. But for the vast majority of people with normal, healthy skin, all of these, you know, fear-mongering about particular ingredients is just that. It is just fear-mongering. So I think that is hopefully self-explanatory. I'm going to run through some of my favorite K-Beauty ingredients that are sensitive skin friendly. So if you're looking out for K-Beauty products that you can use in your routine, whether your skin is naturally sensitive, whether it has become sensitized, these are some great ones to look out for. The first one is Alantoin. So this is an extract from the comfrey plant. And the reason why it's so good for sensitive skin is because it has um, the, the potential to protect sensitive skin and it also softens and soothes it so that is a really great one and thankfully it's actually very common in k-beauty products so keep an eye out for alantoin um burdock root is the second one and that's another uh, plant extract that can also help soothe the skin and it acts as an antioxidant as well 
The third one on my list is Centella asiatica, which is also known as Sika or tiger's grass. I know we have spoken about that numerous times because it is a really, really popular K-beauty ingredient. So it's effective in treating wounds um, and it can help with all types of different um, skin damage. But basically it works by promoting collagen production and inhibiting the inflammation that leads to scarring. That's why it's so good. And and linked to Centella asiatica, another ingredient that you'll see mentioned by name is madacassicide, and that is one of the bioactive compounds in Centella asiatica. So that one serves as an antioxidant. It's been shown to be non-sensitizing, and it does also help to revitalize the skin surface. So madacassicide is the name of that one. Now, I will have all of the spelling for all of these because I know ingredient names can get a little woolly on the show notes. So if you're wanting to spell check any of them, I'll have them up for you. Now, a couple that you should know that are a little bit easier to pronounce, green tea. So green tea contains polyphenols that have um, antioxidant and skin soothing properties, which makes green tea a good option for sensitive skin. Uh, Licorice can also help. Uh, It can protect the skin from environmental stresses that cause sensitivity. And that is thanks to a component in it called Glabridin. I think I'm pronouncing that properly. I'm not 100% sure. Glabridin, Glabridin. Anyway, it's in licorice and it's really good for sensitive skin. The last two on my list are panthenol. So this is um, also known as provitamin B5. It is the alcohol form basically of vitamin B5 and it is really, really great for moisturizing, calming, repairing and revitalizing the skin. And you'll see it in a lot of products that are designed to um, address redness and things like that. The panthenol is a really, really great ingredient to look out for, particularly if you've overdone it on the acids. So keep an eye out for that one. And then the last one I had on my list is adenosine, and this one functions as a skin repairing and restoring agent. So that is a great one to look out for. Now, I have a list here of Korean beauty products that are good for sensitive skin. And by that, I mean skin that is sort of already suffering from sensitivities. If you're looking to gently care for that, then these are some products to look out for. The first one on my list is Benton's Aloe Propolis Soothing Gel. So it's a gel texture. It's very, very light. It's probably not going to be the best fit for dry sensitive skin, but it does contain no alcohol or fragrance. So it's really helpful to soothe irritated skin and maintain the correct level of hydration. It's probably going to be better for your oilier and acne prone skin types or in summer. Um, I know for me personally, it's not enough hydration, but that is a good option if you need alcohol and fragrance free. Now, the second one is April B's Derma Daily Repair Cream. So this contains a lot of ingredients like ceramides, sodium hyaluronate, and peptides that are really great for just boosting the skin and intensively caring for it. It has a really nice formula that works well for most skin types as well. So that is another good one. Um, our Jellico Cherry Blossom Sleeping Mask also has alantoin, adenosine, and panthenol, which are all on the sensitive skin friendly list. And it skips 
skips out on alcohol, silicone, essential oils, mineral oils, sulfate detergents, parabens, urea, DEA, pegs, tea, and phthalates. So that is another good one. And the light gel texture is really quite soothing on the skin. I find if my skin is feeling red um, or just hot, it really makes it feel cooler. So that is another great one. Now, Tosawung has a green tea mask. They're pure green tea mask made from a high quality green tea extract. Uh, And that's really great to just hydrate and calm skin that is sensitized. Um, Benton's aloe soothing mask pack, very, very similar. That's another great one for easily irritated skin. And then a couple more I've got for you are iUnique Centella Calming Gel Cream. Now, this has a great formula with centella and tea tree leaf water, but it won't be enough for dry skin. It's that very light gel texture. Um, I didn't find it was hydrating enough, but it is quite soothing. So if you need something to just really bring, um, you know, a flushed feeling out of your skin or just really soothe it and calm it, that might be a good place to start. And Tosawung's Green Tea Eco Brightening Essence is another one that's really great just to soothe and calm red, irritated and sensitive skin. So they are my picks for K-Beauty products that can really, really help. I hope that answered your question as to how sensitivity can occur. It's not just because of a sensitive skin barrier. However, There are a lot of things that we can do that will really harm the skin's barrier. And once your barrier is damaged, you will start experiencing the signs and symptoms of sensitivity. So just a couple of quick and easy tips to avoid sensitivity are things like wearing sunscreen every day, obviously uh, avoiding overexfoliation. We want to avoid using water that's too hot on our skin and towels and things like that that are too abrasive. And then also learn the ingredients that don't agree with your skin type so that you can avoid them because things like that will cause sensitivity um, if you have a particular ingredient that just doesn't agree with you. And we went through a long list of ingredients that can cause problems for some people um not for everyone but for some people Alrighty, so that is all i had for you for today if you liked today's episode then i would really appreciate a rating and a review on apple itunes and if you would like to connect you can come and find style story on instagram We are at stylestory underscore kbeauty. And until next time, I will see you on Style Story.